Okay, I'm going to go over the types of joints by structural classification, structural features, functional classifications, and movements, and also examples of locations where they're found. Okay, so starting with structural classification, there's three types of structural classification, and these are, think about it. Okay, if you thought about it, the answer is fibrous, cartilaginous, and synovial. Those are the three types of structural classifications of joints. And then the three functional classification of joints are synarthrosis, amphiarthrosis, and diarthrosis. Okay, so we got that. Now let's go through all of the fibers, the, all of the, the types of... Um, okay. So if we look at structural classification, uh, the first one being fibrous, we find that there is three different types of fibrous joints. And these are sutures, gumphosis, and syndesmosis. So remember that these three are fibrous, fibrous joints. Repeat them again in your head. Sutures gumphosis and syndesmosis okay so let's go through each one of them starting with sutures so we know that sutures um are the structures of are the sutures of the skull where the bones of the skull uh come together and obviously sutures are going to be their functional classification is going to be synarthrosis because obviously we don't want the skull's sutures to to be movable so if we go back we remember that synarthrosis means immovable amphiarthrosis is slightly movable and diarthrosis is freely movable so if we look at the suture which is a fibrous joint it's going to be synarthrosis and it the structural features is that it's made of dense fibrous connective tissue okay next on the list of fibrous joints we got gumphosis and gumphosis it's kind of easy for me to remember that it's found in the tooth sockets because gumphosis sounds like gum like your tooth gums and um, so gumphosis is again a synarthrosis type of functional classification because again we don't want the the teeth the tooth sockets to be movable like we don't want our teeth to be jiggly right so gumphosis is a synarthrosis it's found in the tooth sockets and uh, for features, it is periodontal ligament, okay? Periodontal ligament, this is uh, basically, that's the name of the ligament that's on the joint, okay? Next, syndesmosis. The last fibrous joint, syndesmosis, not to confuse it with synarthrosis, again, synarthrosis means that it's an immovable joint. 
syndesmosis is a type of fibrous joint that is actually amphiarthrosis. So it's slightly movable. And it's also dense fibrous connective tissue, just like the sutures. But instead of being synarthrosis, it's amphiarthrosis. So it's slightly movable. Okay. And it's found in the tibiofibular joint. Tibiofibular joint, if we remember, is the joint, the articulation between the tibia and the fibula of of the the leg okay the tibia and the fibula um so between the so don't confuse it with the articulation of the of the um femur okay so this one the syndesmosis is between the tibia and the fibula so the tibia and the fibula are slightly they're not going to be fully movable freely movable but they have a little bit of give whenever you walk they move a little bit the articulation between these two bones so it's going to be amphiarthrosis and like we said it's dense fibrous connective tissue okay so to review the different types of fibrous joints are going to be sutures which are synarthrosis, gomphosis, which are synarthrosis, and syndesmosis, which are amphiarthrosis. Okay. Next, we have cart- uh, cart- cartilaginous joints. Okay. The two types of cartilaginous joints are synchondrosis and symphysis we know that symphysis um it's like uh, the pubic symphysis between the two coxal bones and uh they're also found in intervertebral discs and symphysis joints for structural features they are fibrocartilage so if we remember cartilaginous joints is two types either fibrocartilage or hyaline hyaline cartilage so the so symphysis is a fibrocartilage and it is amphiarthrosis so it's slightly movable okay and then the other one is synchondrosis so synchondrosis is a Highline cart hyaline cartilage, um, and it's syn ar- synarthrosis, so it's not movable, unlike the symphysis. And we're gonna find synchondrosis joints in the epiphyseal plates, okay? Which are we know that they're made from highline cartilage, okay. Okay, the next section is synovial. This one is uh, is a big one. So for synovial joints, we have plane, 
hinge, pivot, condylar, saddle, and ball and socket. Okay, these are all the types of synovial joints. But the good thing about synovial joints is that all we have to remember is that all of them are diarthrosis, meaning that they're freely movable. All of these types of joints are freely movable or fully movable. And so we know that the the more movable a joint is, the least the less strong that it is. So for example, um a a, a suture which is synarthrosis is unable to move is going to be really strong, but a joint that's able to move is less strong but it has all these uh, other accessory structures that basically help it to be more strong so all synovial joints have these articular cartilage synovial membrane and a joint cavity filled with synovial flu fluid okay so all the ones that I just mentioned, planes, hinge, pivot, condylar, saddle, ball and socket, these all have articular cartilage, synovial membranes, and they have a joint cavity that's filled with synovial fluid, and they're all diarthrosis, freely movable. Okay, so let's start with planes. So planes, um, they're uniaxial um not sure what that means let me look it up so in uniaxial joint only allows for a motion in a single plane or around a single axis Okay, that would be like, for example, the elbow joint, which only allows for bending or straightening. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Okay, so plane is a uniaxial joint, and it allows for sliding and twisting. And an example is the intercarpal bones, the intertarsal bones, and then in the the knee joint. Okay, so these are all plane joints. And then for hinge, hinge joints, um, they're also uniaxial. And their movement will be flexion and extension. So um, straightening and bending, that's flexion and extension. And then the hinge joints are found in the elbow the knee and interphalangeal so um in between the the phalanges that will be a hinge joint so the next one pivot a pivot joint is um also uniaxial 
and it allows for rotation. So this is found in the radial ulnar joint at the elbow. So between the radius and the ulna, this joint in the elbow, um, it's a pivot joint and it, and it allows for rotation. Um, and then also the dense, uh, the dense of the atlas. So we know that the dense is that little like projection on the atlas that allows for rotation. That's what allows you to rotate your head, right? So that's also a pivot, pivot joint. Next is the condylar or ellipsoid, ellipsoid, I don't know. So these joints are biaxial and they allow for flexion, extension, abduction, and adduction, okay? So just to refresh your memory, we know that flexion is when we decrease the angle between the joints. Um, extension is when we decrease the angle or straighten out. And then abduction, let's see. Okay, so abduction refers to moving the body part away from the midline and then adduction is coming towards the midline okay so if we're standing in the anatomical position if we move the arm towards the midline of the body that would be an adduction movement if we move the arm toward laterally that would be an abduction movement okay so we know that abduction is away Adduction is towards the midline. And um, condylar joints are found in the radio, radiocarpal joint. Um, so this is between the, the radius and the carpal. In the, like, um, like in, the, in the wrist. So between the radius and the carpal bones. This is a condylar joint. Um, also, in the metacarpophalangeal joint, metacarpophalangeal. So this would be um, between the metacarpals and the phalanges. That is also a condylar joint. And then, lastly, um, in the knee, the knee is also a condylar joint. So the knee seems to be condylar joint also a hinge joint and a plane joint so you know i guess the knee is all three of those um next we got a saddle so a saddle is biaxial and it allows for a variety of movements of different movements which are mainly in two planes so an example of a saddle joint would be in the base of the thumb with the trapezium so the, the if we move the thumb um towards the trapezium that joint right there is a saddle saddle joint <sighs> okay and lastly 
uh, for our synovial joints, we have ball and socket. We know that ball and socket are multi-axial. Um, they allow for movements in all planes. And then the ball and socket joints are found in the hips, hips and shoulder. Okay. And that is all. That's everything that we have to know for the chart of the joints. Right. So I hope that you can remember that. Bye.